Welcome to the 100 Master Coaches series featuring master coaches from around the world. Let's journey together on this 100 Master Coaches series with your host, Coach Mel, MCC. Dr. Marsha Reynolds, MCC is a world-renowned expert on inspiring change through conversations. She is a past president of ICF Global and one of 10 coaches recognized in the ICF Circle of Distinction. She has delivered programs and coached leaders in 41 countries and reached thousands more people online. Marsha has four award-winning books including her latest bestseller, Coach the Person, Not the Problem. Now on to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the 100 Master Coaches show. This is Coach Mel, and today I have a special guest. She is Marsha Reynolds from Arizona, USA. Welcome to the show, Marsha. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Um, there's just so much about you that I would love to feature on the show. And we've got our, our questions to ask, obviously. But to kick it off, you know, perhaps I would like to just ask about you as a person, you as Marsha. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about you and your journey you know, into, into what you're doing right now? You know, it, it has been a journey. So it okay. wasn't just a decision. And I'm sure mm. that's the same for most every uh, coach we know. Yeah. Um, and my first job was actually uh, an accidental career. Mm. And I learned um, when I was doing my doctoral research that a lot of people have accidental careers. They just kind of like <laughs> landed in something and said, oh, this is interesting. So my first master's degree, which is also an interesting fact most people mm. don't know, was in broadcasting. Oh, wow. Broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right, right. Um, <laughs> That's and nice. I thought I was going to do like to produce industrial television, which I ended up doing, but mm-hmm. it landed me in a training department Mm. Uh, actually in a psychiatric hospital. Oh, okay. And my boss, she decided to go get her doctorate and dump the entire department in my lap. Mm. I had no experience (laughs) in in designing training, um, but she said, you know what? I know you can figure this out. I know you can, and I know you will. Mm. And I don't know if she meant that because she trusted (laughs) me or just because she didn't want to do it. I don't know. <laughs> I was very young in my 20s. Um, but my first assignment was management training. Mm. So wow. I went to get my second master's um, because I needed to figure out what I was doing. So my second master's was in adult learning okay. and instructional design. Well, it got me so fascinated with the whole um, question mm. how do people? how do they change their behavior so I was constantly seeking that and studying and designing my programs and trying to make them better and people loved my classes but then they go back and do the same old thing Mm, mm, and mm. it wasn't until I was leaving my last position I worked for two other companies after that Um, as I was the day it was the week I resigned, somebody sent me an article about coaching. Oh, and I said, wow. well, this is 
fascinating. I know that one-on-one -on -one conversations really make a difference in helping people explore why they're not doing something, what's possible. Um, and I didn't know exactly how to do that. So I signed up for a coaching school, 1995. <laughs> oh, wow. It's why I was part of the ICF early on because I helped to create it. And uh, I found, you know, and, and at the same time, emotional intelligence was coming out and, mm. and I got fascinated with the brain. And, um, you know, coaching is a learning technology. It's not therapy. It's not a psychology. Yeah. It's a learning technology. It really is how we learn. So that's why I went to get my doctorate to learn more. And I found what I had been seeking all those years. This is how we learn. This is how mm. we help people change their minds. So they are, they see themselves differently in the world differently, which changes their behavior. So I found how to create long-term behavioral change through coaching. So that's the journey. And that's wow. why I'm so passionate about coaching. So, mm -hmm. so Marsha, well done. 25 years and counting. <laughs> In coaching, um, right? Yes, yeah. that's right. In coaching and before, obviously, that very interesting Another role. Working for companies, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, I notice uh, that you have been in quite a few countries. Um, do you want to tell us just a little bit about that travels all around the world? <laughs> yeah. The second two companies I worked for were tech mm. companies. One okay. was computer, the second one was semiconductor. Mm. And they were global. We had factories all over. And so they they traveled me. So I've been traveling ah, um, beautiful. for over 30 years internationally. So when I went to start my own coaching business, my mindset was the world, not local. Mm. You mm. know, so um, I was one of the first coaches to have a website um, <laughs> and got a lot of business from it, actually, because I had the courage to put something out there. That's and, right. In the internet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Scary. You know, and so I started to create my visibility early on. Mm. Um, you know, I wrote Outsmart Your Brain, my first yeah. book. Yeah. And that started getting me visibility in different countries. So I started teaching coaching and emotional intelligence. I was asked to teach in Russia, in Kenya, um, in, uh, you know, a lot of different countries mm. uh, that hadn't had anybody teach those mm. things before. Mm. I mean, certainly other countries, but those were new. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then I got involved with the ICF and, uh, you know, it's global. And so yeah. I have visibility. And, and so my business was always global because I had the mindset of global. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, would love to ask you how that first five years went for you. Um, there are a lot of uh, young coaches coming in and they would often come and speak to me on the side and say, hey, Mel, you know, the first one, two years are already difficult. I can't imagine five years into the business. Do you want to yeah. just share some thoughts on that first five years of your journey? Yeah. Well, you know, one of the, not only was I developing a coaching business, but I was mm. developing a speaking business too. Okay. Um, I like to speak at conferences and I mm. was doing 
leadership conferences. And one thing I learned from my speakers, they always said, um, count on that it's going to take you five years to build a business to where, you know, the business you've got referrals and a pipeline. So mm. in my mind, I wasn't expecting to have a big business in, in just <laughs> okay. a year. Okay. You know, now I actually did develop my business quicker than that, but mm. I think that's part of it. People think in a year they're going to have a business and then they yeah. get disappointed. Yeah. It takes time to get out there, to build on what you have, just to, to have case studies. And, you know, one of the ways I get business is having successful case studies. Mm. I write them in all my books, Beautiful. in Wonder Woman, in Discomfort Zone, in Coach the Person. I have case studies and people say, oh, that's me. And then mm. they contact me and want me to hire them. Mm. So I had to develop that. Mm, but mm. there's one other thing I want to share. Um, a lot of times coaches are afraid to get out there because they're mm. like, well, I don't know what value <laughs> I provide. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very good. I also had a really good thing happen in my first coaching class. Mm. Thomas Leonard, who oh, wow. yes. created yeah, Coach You and ICF. Yeah, ICF. He was teaching the class. Oh, and wow. He says, you got to go out there and coach. It's the only way that you can get good and develop your business. And then we're like, how can we coach? We don't know what we're doing. And he said, just go love them. Wow. Just you know, go and, love them. That's yeah. beautiful. And that's when I realized, in fact, I share this in my, my, my master class that it's more about the safe space you create mm. than the perfection of your skill. Um, and that you'll get better with skills, but you provide great value allowing mm. people to show up, be themselves and not feel judged, mm. you know, cause there's so much that they can explore mm. when they're not afraid. Mm. Um, so I think that's a really important thing to remember. Absolutely, Marsha. And, and that's one of the words that when I created my purpose, brave came up for me. And that's mm. one of the attributes I would dare say that I would want to gift to my coaches, right? It's in a way that brave has been there all the while, but it's, it's through that coaching journey that that brave comes out for them. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, you know, you're welcome. 25 years. Um, I'm sure there are tons of insights, but we're going to distill it and ask you for your top three insights that you want to share yeah. on the show. Well, the first one I just shared that, yeah. uh, and the way I stated is they want you to be present more than they need you to be perfect. Mm. Mm. I think that's whether Beautiful. you're a coach, you're a leader, you're a parent. I think that's <laughs> very, very important. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second thing is, I think this is where coaches get stuck and get lost is mm. they don't really know where they're going. Wow. Um, and, and so really looking at what is this, this person really wants mm. and what does that look like? They get stuck in the problem or, like I was just um, mentoring a, a coach and 
and she kept focusing on uh, the woman said, well, I need to ask my family for help. Um, uh, well, so how are you going to do that? You know, and at one point she said, well, that's not really it. They always help me. It was more about clarifying, mm. you know, but both of those are actions. It's like, if, if you did get them to help you and you were, you know, set your boundaries and clarified what you needed, what would you have? What would it look like? Mm. So, they don't know how to create a destination for the coaching. And so they just go in circles and get really stuck. Mm. You have to know that because the coaches, the clients will get, um, when it starts to feel uncomfortable, they'll change the subject, you know, or they'll just agree with you. Yeah. And that's what she did. She goes, yeah, yeah. It's about asking for help. Well, it wasn't really. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It was really all in her head um about you know how she was worried um about being clear with her boundaries and how mm. people would react there was a lot of stuff going on that the coach missed because she got stuck on this action mm. instead of the final destination that's beautiful so yeah and i missed that in my coach training we really didn't get there that's something i've learned down the years then um you know so the 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 third one is to remember, you know, the ICF definition of coaching, the part of it that often disappears from the website and people forget. Um, the definition says, you know, we partner with yeah. our client. And that's what distinguishes coaching from consulting, from therapy, is that mm. we're a partner. But the second part of that is because we are, we believe our clients are creative, resourceful, and whole. That's right. Okay, and there's no school that made that up. I know that a lot of people think there's a school that did. No, Alfred mm. Adler <laughs> said that, at, you know, when he broke from Freud, he said, people aren't inherently broken. Mm. They're creative and resourceful, and we need to help them bring that out. It was he who really defined um, that that's what we do. And so we have to remember they're not broken. They don't need us to fix them, yeah. to heal them, yeah. to save them. We have to trust, even when they show emotions and they get stuck. Sometimes mm. it's just about holding silence because they mm. will come up. You cannot let go of that, you know, and become the expert. Mm. That's I beautiful. Say, are you willing to give up being the expert in order to be the coach? <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's so amazing. And, and just that last statement that you say, giving up that, that reins of control, right? That, mm -hmm. that being able to tell someone something from you because you feel that you want to value add into their lives and, mm -hmm. and how often we do that sometimes in, in life perspective. Um, right. I, I know as a parent myself, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I would go in and I would say, hey, you know, I want to have a chat with you. But instead, halfway down the road, I begin jump to in. Uh, yeah. jump in, do a bit of saving, mm -hmm. <laughs> do a bit of um, giving the uh, direction yeah. on top of that, a mm -hmm. um, little bit on backwards of what you were saying. <laughs> and then, of course, um, not being present. I lose it all, right. you know. 
um, and I've I've had to learn through that process, and it's definitely not not different from working with the best of us out there, the leaders yeah. of organizations. Um, mm-hmm. Would you mind just sharing with us a story that when you did that with some great leader in that organization, that this really just gave him or her this realization that, oh my gosh, I, I've got to, to really let go and, and allow the process to happen. Oh, you know, that's interesting. Um, it's often around the leader's definition of mm. leadership. Oh, wow. You know, that we end up <laughs> exploring, true. yeah, not their behavior, mm. but how they find being a leader. Mm. So um, I had um, a gentleman who was well known uh, as uh, he was such an expert in in uh, water rights. And mm. um, you know, the, uh, it was like he was one of the few people in the country that had the level of knowledge he had. And, um, but he came to me, we were coaching because he wanted to be seen as a leader. He wanted mm. to be promoted, wanted to move up. Well, I did a live 360, um, you know, where I talked to people and cause he yep. was having trouble in his meetings. Mm. And, um, you know, they all said he has so much to offer, but that's all he does. He doesn't <laughs> listen to us, he never engages <laughs> us. You know, and so yeah. he either creates arguments or people just give up. Mm. <laughs> so I went back to him and I said, and I gave him, I summarized the feedback and he said, I know who said that. <laughs> and I said, no, everybody said that, even the people who like you. I, and so I said, um, I know it's important for you to be the expert. Mm. Um, but can we look at what being a leader in that in those meetings wow. looks like instead mm. of being the expert? Wow. And you know, it was a journey, you know, because he, he had to truly let go of being the expert. Everyone knew he was an expert. He didn't have to prove yeah. it. Yeah. And if they needed the information, they would go to him. Mm. But to truly be the leader, to engage people, to hear their ideas, to wow. To, to spark their creativity. Yeah. He really had to work at that, but he committed to being the leader instead of being the expert. So, mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. That is an amazing story. And how true it just probably rings when people listen to that. They would kind of say, hmm, that's either me or someone I know. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, I have so many cases of the same thing, you know, where it's like, okay, so you need to be seen as a leader. What does that mean? Um, we're going to that brave question now, Masha. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think would be your bravest moment as a coach over this last 25 years? Mm. Actually, um, there's probably many, but I have to say I'm, mm. I probably am facing it right now. Mm. <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> a lot of anxiety. You know, I'm doing this big, big program with WBEX. It's six yeah. months and um, 
we've got to enroll a whole bunch of people. And I'm like, I just do my thing. You know, I've never done, yeah, a huge program with, with a staff and, you know, and, and needing to like engage, you know, a thousand coaches or it's like, and I'm scared yeah. to death, you know, um, what if they don't want to be with me? <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it's a, it's a lot of responsibility. It's one mm, thing just to definitely. put myself out there and write yeah. my books and people call me and I can coach them. And I teach in, in coaching schools, yeah. in four different coaching schools. Wow. I love that. I love traveling and working with coaches. But putting a great big, you know, six month program out into the world uh, with all the elements that are in it, it's scary. I'm mm. frightened. <laughs> I'm very frightened, you know. Wow, it's the whole wow. thing, you know, what coaches go through that whole, I'm not a marketer, I'm not a salesperson, you know, it's that whole um, story I'm telling. Mm, mm. You know, so I'm telling a story like, oh my God, why, you know, this is not going to work. They're not going to do it. You know, it's, it's just a funny thing we do, no matter who we are and how much credibility we have. And I know that. And I have to tell you, people have been emailing me all day like, oh, you're starting your program. Congratulations. You're going to do great. I'm like, really? <laughs> and, it's, and it's adding on to that on you. You're like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I got to enroll people. Yeah, really. So I've chosen hmm. um, not to build a big business, you know, hmm. that I just do my own thing. Um, I've chosen that uh, because it just felt better for me. Mm. So to step into a bigger endeavor, to play a bigger game, mm. Mm. that's a little harder. That's a little hard. That, that takes a, just a little bit more bravery. And I know you've it got does. that. <laughs> you've got this, Masha. Thank you've got you. this. I've seen Thank the wonderful promotions going out. You know, I, I, I love it. And I may be that, that 1,115th person that will be signing up. And now I'll be off. I don't know whether you will have the off mute button there. And I'll be like, hey, hey, Marsha, it's me here to support Yay. you. <laughs> you always let me know. Always let me know. Well, you wow. know, we've got 12,000 people have signed up for my free masterclass. So. <laughs> but I'm still scared. Okay. I'm still okay. scared. So I just want people to know that I still get scared, you know, mm. when we go through this whole thing of, will I build my business? Will people sign up? Mm. You know, will they show up? It's, it's, it's scary, <laughs> but you just keep putting yourself out there. Yeah, Even I my wouldn't... books, as I'm writing my books, it's like, who's going to read this book? <laughs> You know, and they do really well, but you always, there's always that question. There's always that question, will I succeed? Wow. You know, and, and that you have to work through it and, and mm. trust that it's all going to be just perfect. Mm. I, is there ever a guarantee of how it will be? Like, is there ever like, you know, you get into something and you knew it was going to succeed? Or was it always the taking of that steps and, and just working on it or what we call hustling on it and then it becomes a success? What, what do you think? 
Well, it depends. You mm. know, in terms of like delivering training, mm. um, I have no doubts um, that I'm good at that. Mm. You know, but again, recognize I've been a trainer since 1981. You know, for uh, <laughs> yes, longer right. than a lot of people watching this are even alive. Mm. <laughs> you know. And so I have no doubts that I can mm. train well. Yeah. So it's the whole, um, you know, marketing. It's like the things that I um, have not been doing for years. Mm. I know I can coach well. I know I mentor well. I know I teach coaching well. Mm. Um, and I, I love it. I mm. love it. And people are always happy with that. It's, it's just yeah. the, you know, the business building things that... Um, uh, you know, that are just, it just, again, it's just my story. I know that, but it's yeah. just um, harder for me to count on that. But I, I think anxiety is not bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. A little bit know, of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll work harder. I'll do better. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to ask you, if you had a chance to do it all over again, what would you do differently? You know, I started my business thinking I was going to go teach leadership because that's what I did for years. Mm, mm. Then I found this coaching thing, and yeah. that's what I called it for years, this coaching thing. Um, <laughs> and not recognizing that that's where my business was coming from um, and that I was early on developing, mm. uh, you know, following and coaching. And so if I had it to do over, I would recognize mm. that coaching what should have been my focus and not to split it mm. with what I thought I was going to do to okay. really look at what does the market want from me? You know, and what they wanted yeah. from me was coaching. And so I would have loved to focus like now it's just coaching. If you look at my website, it's yeah. coaching. It's all about yeah. coaching. I would have loved to have, had the courage to just focus on that much earlier. Mm. Wow, it's, it's really, really beautiful for you to say that. Um, and we all have a bit of uh, liking and thinking we're, we're doing good here and wanting to focus on the other thing and then the fourth thing, and then the list goes on. And it's just really refreshing yeah, yeah, for you to time. say. Yeah, yeah. Focus on that area. And would you say it's because mm -hmm. you focused on that strength? Do you call it a strength of yours or do you call it a calling of yours? Of what worse do you I think it's more calling? It's what mm. again, it's what the market was asking for me from okay. me. Mm. I have many strengths. That's the <laughs> yes. problem. You know, it's like, well, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. Yeah, but definitely. that was special. That was special, and and people were telling me that, and I wasn't trusting it. So, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Um, in your mind, Marsha, um, what do you think the future of coaching would look like, sound like, feel like? You know, the the fastest growing area is corporate, um, uh, and I think especially. You know, there's internal coaches, but most companies um, that are creating a coaching culture, which is also a big thing. Yeah. Um, 
use both external coaches for the top people and and then have a pool of internal coaches. Internal, yeah. Um, and so I think training internal coaches, uh, coaching executives, mm. having the courage yeah. to be straight with them. Um, I think that's really growing and will mm. continue to grow and helping companies create coaching cultures and teaching leaders to use coaching skills. Um, that's going to continue to, to grow and grow because uh, people are demanding more interaction and, and conversations with their leaders. Yeah. Um, so that's really important. Um, mm. I see that as, as one of the biggest uh, growth areas for the future. Mm. Mm. Um, the acceptance of coaching at all levels is growing. Um, so I don't see it going away. I think we need to get through the crisis that we're dealing with now, yes, you know, and the, economy, and the economies need to stabilize. Yeah. Um, but once that happens, I think we'll be back on track. Mm, mm. I, I'm tempted to ask you about your involvement with the ICF in that sense, but in the, in the context of being one of the people that was pioneering that work, and it's 25 years, obviously, to, to now, um, there are mm. still people who do not want to be associated with the ICF or, or in a sense, get credential. Um, what are your thoughts yeah. about, about that? Well, if they want to build a business, they got to have the credential. You know, mm. the ICF is there. They're great marketers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I've been hired numbers of times. Um, that's my differentiator mm. is my master certified coach. Yeah. Um, so uh, I also have a doctorate, you know, I have other yeah. credentials. It's the combination of credentials. Mm. Um, so, you know, to say I don't need it, it doesn't matter if you need it in terms of skill wise. It's just, mm. it's something you need to, to demonstrate because people yeah. don't have time to, to vet you. So if <laughs> yes. they know you have that credential, then they can trust that you know how to coach. Yeah. Um, so it, it's an essential thing for your success. As a life coach, maybe not so much. Mm. Um, as a business corporate coach, absolutely necessary. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and that's from my experience. Mm. But I think that also if you look at the ICF research, that's there too. I know that, that a lot of people, they don't like the ICF, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to like them. Yeah, it's you true. Know? It's and true. I love yeah. The new competencies that they've created are even yeah. better. Um, you know, it'll clear up some of the misunderstandings around mm. what you're supposed to do. You know, how many times I hear well-known coaches say, well, the ICF wouldn't like this. And I'm like, that's really stupid. <laughs> you know, if you're giving advice, you're not coaching. So, of course, yeah, like absolutely. That, you know? Absolutely. Don't, don't tell me you're coaching. Um, <laughs> But the whole idea, you know, it's like nobody ever said you can't ask a closed question and nobody ever said you're only supposed to ask questions. That's you right. know, how many times I've heard people say, oh, well, you know, the ICF, you're supposed to ask people, how are you feeling? It's like, <laughs> no, I never want to hear that question ever. <laughs> and so, yes, I ask closed questions when I'm yeah. clarifying. 
Um, yes, and I use reflection even more than questions. So there's, mm. you know, the rigidity is all in their head. It's all in their head. They don't mm. understand the competencies because they haven't gone for certification. And so mm. they're judging something they don't know what they're talking about. Mm. Mm. Wow. wow, 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 wow. <laughs> come on, come on. Thank you for saying that. Woo! We're coming almost to the uh, tail end of our very, very lovely interview. There's this question on your master wisdom. What is that nugget that you want to leave behind for the budding coaches coming in our beautiful industry? Mm. You know, well, I talked about the importance of presence, mm -hmm. um, but all coaches need to know how to align their three intelligences, you know, their head, their heart, and their right. gut. Right. Yeah. And, um, I mean, when you're stuck in a coaching session, just to say, okay, so what is my heart telling me? Mm. Or what is my gut telling me? To, so to really learn how to open those centers, because they're always talking to each other. Mm -hmm. um, we just don't listen. So how do you open them and how do you listen? It's such a critical part of your development um, to do that. So how, wherever you go, um, to get that training, there's a number of places you can. Mm. I truly recommend that you learn how to do that. Mm. Wow. That whole alignment of the mm. mind, the heart, and the gut. That's gut. beautiful. That's beautiful. And it's certainly in my books. <laughs> <laughs> and on my website. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. We ask powerful questions and yes, you are right. Not just open-ended, it's close ones are important as well. Reflection is important. What would be your powerful question that you want to leave behind for the audience mm -hmm. today? <laughs> um, what is the story that you're telling yourself that's getting in your way? Wow. <laughs> What is the story that you're telling yourself that is getting in your way? I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Um, wow. This is the, this is the time where I, I ask um, all of my guests um, to give us a couple of handles so that we can get in contact with you. And of course, get into you know, your wonderful programs that are happening on WBEX. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you want to just share some handles for them? Mm -hmm. Well, my website is covisioning.com, one word, covisioning. Mm. Um, you know, and there's all kinds of free resources and things if you just, you know, go play um, on my website. Um, yeah. uh, you know, it, I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, link with me there. As you said, you see all over LinkedIn and, you know, Facebook, they're, they're yeah. promoting my master class, but, yeah. um, you know, just reach out to me. I'm happy to give you the link, but just go on wbecs.com and you'll see it. You'll see me. So, um, but, but find me again, I'm just Marsha Reynolds on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I, I'm easy to find. Yeah. Because I was, I got my name early on because I, you know, I know to get yes. in there and do 
Yes. Quickly. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Masha. Um, I would just love to ask you for just one last thought that you want to <laughs> give to us before you take a bow. I, again, I love the new coaching competencies because they have the new competency yeah. of, of coaching mindset. And yeah. I think that's going to help because it's an integration of being a coach and doing coaching mm. and coaches get too stuck in the doing, you know, mm. I have to do all this, right. I have to, you know, get my, my, uh, certification. So I've got to yeah. like hit all the competencies. Yeah. They get stuck in the doing and they forget the being and yeah. you've got to integrate both of them or you will never be able to do the skills well. So the doing, the being, the being. being present. Right. Oh, wow. Thank you. Being Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> welcome. This has been the 100 Master Coaches and today with my special guest, Marsha Reynolds from Arizona and very soon on WBEX. So catch yeah. her on there. Thank you so much. See you on the next one. Take care now. Yeah, thank bye Bye-bye. You have been watching the 100 Master Coaches series with your host, Coach Mel, MCC. Brought to you by Catalyst Coach. www.catalystcoach.live We will be right back with our next Master Coach on the 100 Master Coaches series.